the Law School of America. Space law is the body of law governing space-related activities, encompassing both international and domestic agreements, rules, and principles. Parameters of space law include space exploration, liability for damage, weapons use, rescue efforts, environmental preservation, information sharing, new technologies, and ethics. Other fields of law, such as administrative law, intellectual property law, arms control law, insurance law, environmental law, criminal law, and commercial law, are also integrated within space law. The origins of space law date back to 1919, with international law recognizing each country's sovereignty over the airspace directly above their territory, later reinforced at the Chicago Convention in 1944. The onset of domestic space programs during the Cold War propelled the official creation of international space policy, for example, the International Geophysical Year, initiated by the International Council of Scientific Unions. The Soviet Union's 1957 launch of the world's first artificial satellite, Sputnik 1, directly spurred the United States Congress to pass the Space Act, thus creating the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, NASA. Because space exploration required crossing transnational boundaries, it was during this era where space law became a field independent from traditional aerospace law. Since the Cold War, the Treaty on Principles governing the activities of states in the exploration and use of outer space, including the Moon and other celestial bodies, the Outer Space Treaty, and the International Telecommunications Union have served as the constitutional legal framework and set of principles and procedures constituting space law. Further, the United Nations Committee on the Peaceful Uses of Outer Space, COPIOS, along with its legal and scientific and technical subcommittees, are responsible for debating issues of international space law and policy. The United Nations Office for Outer Space Affairs, ANUSA, serves as the Secretariat of the Committee and is promoting access to space for all through a wide range of conferences and capacity-building programs. Challenges that space law will continue to face in the future are fourfold spanning across dimensions of domestic compliance, international cooperation, ethics, and the advent of scientific innovations. Furthermore, specific guidelines on the definition of airspace have yet to be universally determined. Early Developments One of the earliest works on space law was Czech jurist Vladimir Mandel's Das Weltraumrecht, Ein Problem der Raumfahrt, Space Law, A Problem of Space Travel, written in German and published in 1932. At Caltech in 1942 Theodore von Karman and other rocket scientists banded together to form Aerojet Rocket Company with the help of lawyer Andrew G. Haley. To toast the new corporation, Karman said, Now, Andy, we will make the rockets, you must make the corporation and obtain the money. Later on, you will have to see that we behave well in outer space, after all, we are the scientists but you are the lawyer, and you must tell us how to behave ourselves according to law and to safeguard our innocence. Indeed. Twenty years later Haley published a fundamental textbook, Space Law and Government. Beginning in 1957 with the space race, nations began discussing systems to ensure the peaceful use of outer space. Bilateral discussions between the United States and USSR in 1958 resulted in the presentation of issues to the UN for debate. In 1959, the UN created the Committee on the Peaceful Uses of Outer Space, COPIOS. COPIOS in turn created two subcommittees the Scientific and Technical Subcommittee and the Legal Subcommittee. The COPIOS Legal Subcommittee has been a primary forum for discussion and negotiation of international agreements relating to outer space. 
1960 the International Astronautical Congress met in Stockholm and heard several submissions including a survey of legal opinion on extraterrestrial jurisdiction by Andrew G. Haley. General Assembly Resolutions 1721, 16, and 1802, 17, both titled International Cooperation in the Peaceful Uses of Outer Space, and Resolution 1962, 18, or a declaration of legal principles governing the activities of states in the exploration and use of outer space were passed unanimously. These basic principles formed the foundation of the 1963 Outer Space Treaty. International Treaties Six international treaties have been negotiated to govern state behavior in space. The Partial Test Ban Treaty. Official title, Treaty Banning Nuclear Weapon Tests in the Atmosphere, in Outer Space, and Underwater. Signed 1963. Entered into force 1963. 126 participating states. The Outer Space Treaty. Official title, Treaty on Principles Governing the Activities of States in the Exploration and Use of Outer Space, Including the Moon and Other Celestial Bodies. Signed 1967. Entered into force 1967. 111 participating states. The Rescue Agreement. Official title, Agreement on the Rescue of Astronauts the return of astronauts, and the return of objects launched into outer space. Signed 1967. Entered into force 1968. 98 participating states. The Liability Convention. Official title, Convention on International Liability for Damage Caused by Space Objects. Signed 1972. Entered into force 1972. 96 participating states. The Registration Convention. Official title, Convention on Registration of Objects Launched into Outer Space. Signed 1974. Entered into force 1976. 71 participating states. The Moon Treaty. Official title, Agreement Governing the Activities of States on the Moon and Other Celestial Bodies. Signed 1979. Entered into force 1984. 18 participating states. The Rescue Agreement. The Liability Convention and the Registration Convention all elaborate on provisions of the Outer Space Treaty. Many considered the Moon Treaty to be a failed treaty due to its limited acceptance. 1998 ISS Agreement In addition to the international treaties that have been negotiated at the United Nations, the nations participating in the International Space Station have entered into the 1998 Agreement among the governments of Canada, member states of the European Space Agency, Japan, Russian Federation, and the United States concerning cooperation on the Civil International Space Station. This agreement provides, among other things, that NASA is the lead agency in coordinating the member states' contributions to and activities on the space station, and that each nation has jurisdiction over its own modules. The agreement also provides for protection of intellectual property and procedures for criminal prosecution. This agreement may very well serve as a model for future agreements regarding international cooperation in facilities on the Moon and Mars, where the first off-world colonies and scientific-slash-industrial bases are likely to be established. Now a word from our sponsor, the Law School of America. International Principles and Declarations The five treaties and agreements of international space law cover non-appropriation of outer space by any one country, arms control, the freedom of exploration, liability for damage caused by space objects, the safety and rescue of spacecraft and astronauts, the prevention of harmful interference with space activities and the environment, the notification and registration of space activities, scientific investigation and the exploitation of natural resources in outer space and the settlement of disputes. 
the United Nations General Assembly adopted five declarations and legal principles which encourage exercising the international laws, as well as unified communication between countries. The five declarations and principles are the Declaration of Legal Principles Governing the Activities of States in the Exploration and Uses of Outer Space, 1963. All space exploration will be done with good intentions and is equally open to all states that comply with international law. No one nation may claim ownership of outer space or any celestial body. Activities carried out in space must abide by the international law and the nations undergoing these said activities must accept responsibility for the governmental or non-governmental agency involved. Objects launched into space are subject to their nation of belonging, including people, objects, parts, and components discovered outside the jurisdiction of a nation will be returned upon identification. If a nation launches an object into space, they are responsible for any damages that occur internationally. Agreement Governing the Activities of States on the Moon and Other Celestial Bodies, 1979 the agreement exists to promote the exploration of outer space but to keep the moon and other celestial bodies in pristine conditions for the common heritage of mankind, meaning that no nation may claim sovereignty over any part of space. All countries should have equal rights to conduct research on the moon or other celestial bodies. Weapons of mass destruction of any kind including nuclear and bases built for military purposes are specifically banned by the treaty. The United Nations resolution also states that all state parties may conduct their enterprises below the surface of the moon or any celestial body so long as efforts are made to protect it from contamination. All activities in space are required to be attached to a nation and any damages to other nations' equipment or facilities caused by another party must be repaid in full to that nation. Any discovery of a dangerous hazard such as an area that is radioactive must notify the United Nations Secretary General and the greater international scientific community immediately. All missions in space lasting longer than 60 days must notify the UN Secretary General and the greater scientific community every 30 days of progress. Any samples that are collected from space must be made available at earliest convenience to the scientific community. The agreement does not include meteorites that fall to Earth by natural means. Currently not a single nation that conducts its own missions in space has ratified the agreement. This likely signifies that the Moon Treaty is likely a failed treaty because none of the nations that actually go into space signed or ratified the agreement. The principles governing the use by states of artificial Earth satellites for international direct television broadcasting, 1982. Activities of this nature must be transpired in accordance with the sovereign rights of states. Said activities should promote the free dissemination and mutual exchange of information and knowledge in cultural and scientific fields, assist in educational, social and economic development, particularly in the developing countries, enhance the qualities of life of all peoples and provide recreation with due respect to the political and cultural integrity of states. All states have equal rights to pursue these activities and must maintain responsibility for anything carried out under their boundaries of authority. States planning activities need to contact the Secretary-General of the United Nations with details of the undergoing activities. The principles relating to remote sensing of the Earth from outer space, 1986. Fifteen principles are stated under this category. The basic understanding comes from these descriptions given by the United Nations Office for Outer Space Affairs. A. The term remote sensing means the sensing of the Earth's surface from space by making use of the properties of electromagnetic waves emitted, reflected or, diffracted by the sensed objects, for the purpose of improving natural resources management, land use and the protection of the environment. b. 
The term primary data means those raw data that are acquired by remote sensors borne by a space object and that are transmitted or delivered to the ground, from space by telemetry in the form of electromagnetic signals, by photographic film, magnetic tape, or any other means. C. The term process data means the products resulting from the processing of the primary data, needed to make such data usable. D. The term analyzed information means the information resulting from the interpretation of process data, inputs of data and knowledge from other sources. E. The term remote sensing activities means the operation of remote sensing space systems, primary data collection and storage stations, and activities in processing, interpreting and disseminating the process data. The principles relevant to the use of nuclear power sources in outer space, 1992. States launching space objects with nuclear power sources on board shall endeavor to protect individuals, populations and the biosphere against radiological hazards. The design and use of space objects with nuclear power sources on board shall ensure, with a high degree of confidence, that the hazards, in foreseeable operational or accidental circumstances, are kept below acceptable levels. The Declaration on International Cooperation in the Exploration and Use of Outer Space for the Benefit and in the Interest of All States, Taking into Particular Account the Needs of Developing Countries, 1996. States are free to determine all aspects of their participation in international cooperation in the exploration and use of outer space on an equitable and mutually acceptable basis. All states, particularly those with relevant space capabilities and with programs for the exploration and use of outer space, should contribute to promoting and fostering international cooperation on an equitable and mutually acceptable basis. In this context, particular attention should be given to the benefit for and the interests of developing countries and countries with incipient space programs stemming from such international cooperation conducted with countries with more advanced space capabilities. International cooperation should be conducted in the modes that are considered most effective and appropriate by the countries concerned, including, inter alia, governmental and non-governmental, commercial and non-commercial, global, multilateral, regional or bilateral, and international cooperation among countries in all levels of development. The Law School of America The content used in the podcast is licensed by the Wikimedia Foundation incorporated under a Creative Commons attribution, share alike license. The text has been modified for audio. The content of these podcasts is for informational purposes only and do not constitute professional advice. These podcasts are not associated with the Wikimedia Foundation in any context. The Law School of America